Was it a year to forget? Eagles' worst ever finish win-wise with two wins and 20 losses, finishing surprisingly not last but 17th. Do we blame COVID? Do we blame injuries? Or are we just wallpapering over the cracks? Are the problems more deeper? The Waffle side and the AFLW side, one win and the wooden spoon each. Is our list too old? Have too many administrators been at the club too long? We will discuss all that in this week's episode, so let's get into the show. Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Well, welcome, uh, Wayne. How you going, mate? Dan couldn't make it today. Yeah, good, was it? Going well. He had other commitments, so unfortunately he couldn't be with us, but he said he would be here with the next one. Um, And before we get into that, we'll probably do this one today, release this out, um, and then do another one after trades so we know Mm. what we got and looking at the draft. So I know that's uh, an area that Dan wants to talk about a lot. And then we'll probably do one after the draft and hopefully we've got a couple of special guests there um, and they're going to be big names. So I've been promising it for a while, just trying to tee up the times with them because everyone's pretty busy. But when we get them on there, they're going to be pretty good. So I'll give you some more clues on the next show. But one's a premiership player and one's a premiership coach. So Very very handy. Uh, you know, the premiership player is hard to pick, but the coaches, <laughs> not many of them. So, um, uh, lots happened in the last four weeks, mate. Seeing I was away overseas, uh, went away for Taekwondo, come back, uh, watched, you know, we lost two games. I ended up with laryngitis. That's why we couldn't do the show uh, earlier on, but we're here now. So, let before we talk about the season that we should be forgetting, let's talk about a few things that have happened this week. Uh, Nick Nat and Bailey Williams signed for two years, mate. Um, you surprised at that? Uh, I, I'm a little bit, but more Williams. Maybe you're a little bit surprised here because I think he had a pretty average year. Yeah, I think he, I think he came good in the last probably two or three games. But as you know, I I boomed him up at the start of the year. I thought he was going to be a big big change game changer, but he he didn't really come up. Yeah, I Nick, think Dan was saying that was the guy he wanted to watch and yeah, be that, big and proven. So was me, you yeah. as well. And, and Nick, um, Nick getting two years, that there must be some type of deal there to do with being ruck coach or something because it surprises me because the Eagles have always done with these guys in the later stage of their career that's always a one-year deal. It's a rolling one-year deal. So they should be able to have that, you know, that flexibility of one deal. Two years, I mean, he's, he's one knee injury away from retirement, I think. Yeah, I think he's probably signed on the two years because he does get an ambassador role as well at the AFL. So maybe... It's part to do with that. Uh, maybe they're paying half of the half of his wage. Who knows? But I was very surprised that he got mm. two years. Same with Bailey Williams. There was rumours that he was looking elsewhere. Maybe he did. Um, maybe he didn't like what he was out there. So mm. hopefully he backs himself. He's got. He's got the. Um, what do you call it? He, he he's got the skills that can do it. Definitely. I think it. To me, with Bailey, it's more about. His body language. Yes. And he's got to use that body a lot more. Yeah. And um, he's a big unit, so and he's he's taller than he was when he first got drafted. So yeah. uh Bazo got a two year extension. I think that's a great that's a great move <laughs> by 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 the club. I think he had a great great first year. Yeah, so he's here to the end of two thousand and twenty five. <laughs> so that shores you up that back line area. Um Callum Jamison, he was a bigger surprise than Bailey Williams because mm. I thought one of them might go. Mm. Um, but 
seeing they haven't put out the list of who they've delisted or whatever and they're waiting to trade period, maybe that means Dixon might not get another year. I don't know. Uh, they can't have too many tours that are playing the same role. Yeah. And we'll talk about another person in a second. Jones, I thought his last half of the season was Very exceptional. Good. Went to half back and really ch- a new lease of life. So, And he was great. a Category A rookie. Mm. So I think because he, he's been on the list two years, they have to upgrade him now. Mm. So um, I'd say he'd be going onto the list. So that means somebody else has to come off the main list. So... For that to happen, so he. But I'm assuming they're only one year. They didn't. They didn't say the length on that. They only said two years for Bazo. Right. Yeah. Um, which I was surprised, and they just said the other two had extended. Uh, Shuey signed a year back in mid-August, so he's only other one. So there's a few players that um, haven't been signed, but we'll go into them later mm. on. And we we had Brady Hoff get signed, re-signed. I think it was about last. Uh, oh yeah, he was last yeah. two weeks or so of the season, yeah. which I think he's he's just been. He's a massive find this year for us. A real well, he's a diamond in the rough, didn't he? Was he ever? Um, Junior Ioli. Um, well, a lot's been said in the media, and you know, at first, you know, for if you've been living under a rock, he's asked for a trade to Port Adelaide. Um, I find it funny that the Eagles said they were sort of blindsided on this. But everyone out in the natural um, public population knew there was rumours that he was looking for a spot mm. somewhere else. Yeah. And then he was in Port Adelaide and they said they didn't know. Come on. That's that's bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and look, from all reports from what people that I know that are close, that he hasn't had his family here for the whole time, mm. um, which I, I was surprised at that. I thought he did. So maybe there's a, I don't know, when we drafted him, he was at South Australia. He must have family connections there. And you know what? 27, 28, you get thrown a lot of money at you, an extra long deal. You, you can't really blame him, but part of me says, fuck, we did a lot for you, mate. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah, I agree there. I mean, I think it's like in any any work industry – if you got offered a job there, you're going to get another fifty grand a year for the yeah. next four years. Every year, that's two hundred fifty thousand. What are you going to do? You're going to sit at home and say, "Oh no, I'm going to be loyal to my boss because he paid for my drink driving ban or somebody thing." I don't know, but you, you got you got to go. And yeah, you got to look at it that way. Got to look at better yeah. yourself. I mean, this is a job, and this is unfortunately the, the industry, the, the way the industry is. And yeah, we did a lot for him, and. Yeah, they're, they're disappointed and I see a lot of people on, on social media really disappointed. But at the end of the day, what, what would you, how many people out there have had a, a conviction or some type of thing and the, you, you, your jobs, your boss has stood by and then 12 months later you went and found another job? I mean, there's sure there's plenty of people out there do that. Yeah, and like you said, it's a business. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, and clubs will get rid of you at the flick of a switch if they don't want you. Yeah. So, you know, I thought some of the – Phrasing and the wording was a bit harsh, but you know, at the end of the day, it could be a good thing. So, what do you look at? You look at what you're going to get back for Rioli. Mm. Is it the compensation pick that Amon might give to Port Adelaide? Which, to me, because it goes on what he was being offered to Hawthorne, it should be pick twenty or twenty-one. So, if to me the Eagles, they should say yeah, mm. but you know, they're going to ask for. Georgiades or a Pal Pepper, mm. I'd be going for the pick. Yeah, yeah. I think if you if if you're going to get Georgiades or Pal Pepper, you're going to have to give something away with with that as well. 
Yeah. You're not just going to get a straight swap. You've got no. a guy who's 27, as you say, 27, 28. And he's probably George Yardy's 21. 21. Pal Pepper's, what, 23? Yeah, a little bit, maybe a bit older. Maybe I, 24. I would entertain Pal Pepper. Yeah, but though, you know, George Yardy's got 10 years in him. Mm. Willie's probably got about four. And if he has one more dis- uh, discrep- uh, discretion, he'll, oh, have, yeah. he'll have none. Yeah, he's, so, and um, the reports are there saying, "Oh well, Mitch Giardi, uh, uh, jo- Mitch Georgiardi's get it out, um, ain't looking to come home." But nor was Josh Kennedy when no. he was first floated. So yeah. things do happen. So watch this space. Yeah, all Melbourne, Melbourne are pretty hard on Georgiardi's too. Melbourne Football Club are they? Yep, they're very keen. Oh, is that because of Kaziah Picker? Could Pickett? be, could be. You never, yeah. But there's a yeah, there's a few things going there. I think. I. Everyone's been talking about Jackson for the whole year and everyone in the media assuming he's going to Fremantle and he probably still will. Mm. But Melbourne have played it really well. If you're going home, we'll deal with both clubs. So I was interested in listening to Rowan O'Brien on SENWA yesterday and he, uh, it's been in the press and that, that you know, they're, they're into him and they're not just doing it for pushing the price up. So they're genuinely into him. So... As long as it ain't sell the farm for him, I can't see how it's going to get done unless you give him a future round first, a future first round, get that right, and another pick that's probably like a pick 20 or even the 21 that, say, we get for Amon. Mm. So that's the only way I can see us even getting it. So it's going to be interesting. Um, and I've seen your views on social media. Mine are similar um, to me. I always look at players like Luke Jackson now. He's won a premiership. Norwich Rising Star winner. Played in a great team. But these players, and it always takes me back to Des Hedlund and a few others. They, in a great team, they come back and the fans expect them. And they, it's the same with Kelly, if you look at him. Um, he comes back uh, and they expect him to be this Worldwide match winner, you know what I mean. Um, so um, if he does land at West Coast, um, y- y- you've said it; he's got great promise, and he has. Don't expect him to be the no. the best straight away because he's coming to a team that's not as good as the team he was playing at. That's right. And you might do get exposed. Some of you, and he didn't have the greatest second half of the season. No, but to me, that showed he was making up his mind. He had other things on his mind. There's no question there. Yeah. As I mentioned to you a few times away from here, there was other things happening in, in his life. Um, but also to uh, I, I, I feel I look at getting him as when he's like I've said before, when he's twenty three, twenty four, he's gonna be he's gonna be an but this guy is an elite athlete. I mean he was an he was a world world class basketballer. He's, well, he's not just any type of athlete. When was the last time a Ruckman went that high? Mm, that's right. No, you wouldn't be too right. Many. Nick Nat, yeah. I think, is the last one that went at number two. Yeah. So yeah. three. And this is just takes me back to – and it, once I was listening to Rowan O'Brien talk, I, I was sort of like, hmm, when we took Nick Nat, everyone's going, why did we take a Ruckman number two and look what he's turned into. Yeah. And um, like the bigger guys, like you said, 23, 24, um, they develop, they start yeah. making their mark. And – He's better than Bailey Williams and he's better than Callum Jamison. Yeah. And you, let's face it. You were at the grand final last year because you and me met yep. up there. And you, 
you look at me so in the third when third quarter when we all thought well the Bulldogs looked like running away. It was Jackson and Oliver who changed the game completely. Yep. And Max Gorn said after the game because Max Gorn didn't go into the onto the ball to the last five minutes of the third quarter. They left Jackson on because they said he was going so well. And to do that in the number one, the, the peak game of the year for a 20-year-old kid or 19-year-old he was then, yep. I mean, to me, that thinks, well, in the future, this guy, once he gets his um, pre-seasons up, his form up and his craft up, you know, and what better way if he comes if he came to us, he's got knick-knack to learn off, who's, who was his idol. I mean, he, he could, he'll be anything. I mean, imagine, as I said, imagine, if we, look, I don't think we'll get him either, but you imagine, and he's 23, Oscar will be 25, you imagine what we're going to have then. Yeah, look, um, it's, it's salivating to think yeah. what it could be, uh, as long as we don't sell the farm for him. Yeah, true. Um, so it can be done, um, and it depends what Melbourne want. Melbourne will want the world, so um, and everyone still assumes that Fremantle will have the picks. They've got to get the picks for their other players first, so yeah. um, that's something to watch, guys. So if he does, you know, he might end up in West Coast Colours, but – the odds are that he'll probably end up that Fremantle because it's up to him. He, he has to meet with both teams right. and then he'll choose. Yeah. So um, the trade part, the trade is sort of like starting at the moment. Everyone's talking. Most of the teams that aren't left, there's only four. Um, they're all talking. But the trade actually starts two days after the grand final. Um, it's back at Marvel, the first day and the last day. So it's going to be interesting, the theatre around it. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of movement um, at the moment in the draft. We have picks 2, 20, 26, 38 and 74 and <clears throat> that could change in the next week. Yeah. So um, if Dan was here, we'd probably go on a bit about the who we would be looking at but we'll wait to the trade to do that mm. because you've got a wish list, I've got a wish list, he's got one. I think we're all hoping that we pick – I hope we keep pick two mm. but after listening to Ryan O'Brien, there's someone telling me we're going to split it. Yeah. Just the way he was talking is just maybe that's to do with Jackson. I don't know, but um, have, you, have you seen? I've seen a lot of guys write. Uh, look, Dan's really good on this too, and you both are well above this on than me. But I saw some guys write up. You could get to Gold Coast, get give them pick two, and take pick five and seven or something off them. Have you seen that? Or yeah, well, I I I, I sort of like put that up on social media a few weeks ago. There's all those. There's all those things to do, you know what I mean? Like they might want somebody – say they want Sardis, mm. which is who I want, yeah. Elijah Sardis, oh, um, a big two. But if they come up to me and say, well, look, we want Elijah Sardis, we'll give you pick five and seven for pick two, I'd take it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Because the the midfielders that are in this year's comp, they're all pretty even. Mm. There is a few explosive. But then you could off, you could use that. You, you can pick two fresh players, or you could use it with um, with Jackson for Jackson. So these are all the machinations that could come apart. But until we go through trade, we got it. We can sit here and say what ifs and whatever. When we know what numbers we got, then we can work out who we're yeah. going to look at. Yeah. So let's get into before we get into the season that that we want to forget. Let's talk about the highlight of the year, and that's um, culminated in the John Worsfold Medal. Tommy Barras, runaway winner, 188 votes. Shannon Hearn, 149. Tim Kelly, 131. And then it was Darling, 120. And Duggan, 118. No surprises there, was there? No, no. And when you look too, 
if Gov had played the whole year, we probably would have had in the we would have had um, what three defenders in the top six in the top six because he would have been right up there as well, if not in front of mm. Tom because he was playing so well at the time. Well, McGovern when he got injured was leading yeah. our oh, our polls. Yeah, um, Brass had win ours as well, mm. um, and it's like you just said, defenders. It's a key. It's a strong trend there. Key mm. defenders. Uh, there's Glenn Jakovic who won it four times, McIntosh, mm. Glass won it three times, and McKenzie's won it. So, To me, Tom in the last half of the year became the, the complete backman. He could defend his player. As you, as you and Dan know, I always say my first thing about defence is you've got to be a defender player. He's defended his player. He, he didn't lose too many you know, a couple of guys knocked me in the uh, social media said, oh, what about Hawkins last game? Yeah, but go back to Hawkins' the previous game when they won by 100 and odd points in, in um, Perth here. Hawkins only hit, kicked two goals and Barras was on him. He held him well. Lynch got eight when they played here, but he, Tommy didn't play. He was off with COVID. Yep. And then, but last game, again, Tigers won easy, but he's held, he's held Lynch to... Uh, two points, I think, or even one goal too. Oh, look, so, his second half of the season outstanding. was outstanding. He did leak a few goals earlier on. Mm. But, yeah, and that game we had 30 possessions and yeah. 18 marks, whatever it was, yeah. that was just, that was the, the making of him. Mm. And with Gov not being there, that, that it's just salivating to think Poor. next year. Yeah. Um, you know, you wouldn't want to be lining up on McGovern. Now you won't want to be lining up on yeah. Brass. And – um, people that haven't listened to Back Chat, there's a podcast out episode with um, the Big Yank. Yes, and yeah. um, he's talks about Barras, how he beat him in the grand final under, and then what he had to do in the second half. Just brilliant, listen to him. Mm. Um, so I think he's got a lot of uh, a lot of respect out there, Brass. Um, look, he played 19 games. So did Hearn. Kelly only played 17 games. So Darling was the one who played. Duggan and Darling, they ran it at the top five. They played 21 and 20 matches. So, yeah, the more games you play, the more votes you get. So, Brass has done pretty good there. So, um, interesting. So, other major prize award winners were Oscar Allen. What did he go for? He got got the main wearing. He got the best clubman. That's a clubman, Chris Main wearing medal. I think because he did a lot of coaching in the waffle. Yeah, he was. He he did the waffle and and on the bench and and the and and seniors. I saw him at a few waffle games where he was there doing the forward coaching and all that. And he learned a few things because the one game I was at Claremont, he was trying to get more time for Willie and Liam Ryan, and the sports science guys were cutting him back. Nah. He had enough minutes, so he was a bit surprised at that. So, <laughs> um, and Brady Hoffle, as you said, the emerging talent, um, that was brilliant. You know, selected at 31 in the draft, he played 15 games, and you know, he, he's probably hasn't even found his spot in the team yet. Played no. a bit of halfback, played a bit of wing, yeah. Um, yeah, like there's someone, yeah, all he needs is a bit of meat on him, mm. and he's going to be, uh, he's a really good, um, big up. Great preseason ahead of him, and he'll be and starting on that wing next year. When you think about bagging the recruiting team, next people out there, mm. just think about that because no one, not even me included, mm. and I love looking at the under 18s and all yeah. that, had this guy on the radar, and then all of a sudden he's out of Harvey Planet. But you all played seven games into an AFL team, so and we picked up Bazo in that draft too. Yeah, well, that's well, that's, we all we all. Yeah. I think we all had an eye on that one. But, but still, you know, those still. things happen. Uh, life membership uh, went to the chairman, Michael Smith, uh, Dean Peters and Gary Stocks. 
and QC, uh, what's his name, David Grace, was given uh, life membership and so was McGovern and Yo, who racked up 150 mm. games the previous year in 19, uh, not in 1921, 2021. Yeah. Well, David Grace is now a KC. It's now KC. What's KC? Oh, King. King's oh. Council now. It's Queen's yes. Council's been changed to King's now. All right, yes, um... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, let's get into the season to forget. Let's talk about what happened, where to go to. Well, I said in the intro, we didn't have a good season. Two wins, the Waffle one win, the AFLW one win. So the only way is up, man. So if you're a glass up empty... Eagles are in for a years of pain. If you're an optimist, they can bounce back and ride the wave 2023 just like Collingwood. So yeah. depends on if you're a glass half empty guy or an optimist. Yeah, I, look, I, me, I, at the start of the year, I tipped us to finish anywhere between 8 and 13. That was my my thoughts at the yeah. start of the year because I didn't think we had really changed much from the last year. Next year, I don't see us finishing much different again, probably between – Probably nine and fourteen, if we're lucky. Or well, hopefully that'll be great. Um, well, but see, I'm different. <clears throat> Sorry with my voice; it's a bit croaky because of getting over laryngitis. Um, I mean, if we're fit, I can't see why we cannot bounce back mm. and play in finals. Just, I just look at. I know Collingwood got a new coach, new breath, fresh breath. Of, oh, breath of fresh air. That's it. Um, <laughs> And a new new sort of game plan tweaks here and there. You only need a few little tweaks and people to believe, and I think we can. But in saying that, it wouldn't surprise me if we don't. No. But because they're not at the moment they haven't delisted any senior players, and JK is the only one who's retired. I think the club are optimists because that's what they're thinking. Mm. So it's interesting, you know. But you look, since we won 2018 in the Premiership, we've gone 15 wins, 12 wins, 10 wins to two games. Um, and that, anywhere, would be sounding the alarm bells, man. Yeah. That's a bit Hawthorne-ish, really, after their last Premiership <clears throat> with Clarkson. You know, the last four years of Clarkson, I don't think they played finals. So, um, look, my big thing is, and I've been on this for so long, is our game plan. And the big difference you look at Collingwood this year, without going getting away from the Eagles, with the different Collingwood, they they attack through the middle. They've got three possessions and they're down in their full forward line because yeah. they go everything in the middle and they defend the middle very well too. They don't they're allow fast. Yeah, and they don't allow teams. We've got speed. We don't have speed. I don't care what anyone says. We do not have speed to go through the middle of that ground. We have speed. We we don't use it. So like when Jones gets a ball, he runs right, and he's quick, right. Um, Hoff is quick, but we just don't use it. Petricelli still doesn't use his speed. He's the second, third fastest at AFL, doesn't use his speed. we we got speed there, and maybe we're posi- positioning guys in the wrong positions. Uh, when we ran off half-back, even when Yo was in for those few games it was in, him and Jones, we looked so much a faster team. Mm. And when I say faster, you don't have – it's the way you move the ball that makes you look faster, you know what I mean? So – it can be done. We just didn't do it enough. And when I got back from overseas, I watched the two games that I missed and I watched Freeman on – I watched that game and I said, that was a good game, but, you know, the scoreboard flattered us. Yeah. But we attacked. 
Then I watched the game against Geelong and it was like we went back to square, square one. one. Yeah, it was terrible. It was like slowed out of the back li- half yeah. back line, down the line. And when you're going to play like that, you're never going to win a game of football. Yeah. And that just proved in the finals. The teams that went slow out the back half and down the line, they lost. Yeah. Fremantle was a perfect example last week. <laughs> mm. they, were, they were slower. They were slower using the ball. And they didn't attack through that full forward, uh, that through the centre line like Collingwood did. And that's why they got beaten. You know, they got beaten badly. Yeah, it's um, it, look until next year. Like Adam Simpson's going to be under the pump next year. There's For sure, n- you, you can't get around it. If, if if they're two wins and ten losses at round twelve, he's gone. Mm. He won't finish at the end of the year. He'll be gone. And that's why people say, is he the right person? For a rebuild Because a lot of coaches Don't do a rebuild He's got two years left On a contract So they have to At least give him Next year mm. So it's going to be Interesting Our gains were down The wins were down On all three teams COVID We could probably use As an excuse For the lowest Averages in People going to the games mm. 36,736 Was the lowest And that's since 2015 And that was at a smaller Oval at Subiaka Subiaco Abel. So you can only use the COVID protocols and that as an excuse for so long. That's right. And I think the Eagles use it too much. Mm. Um, we did have 26 players that missed because of COVID and the next most was Fremantle with 12. Right. But you wouldn't have known that because theirs was sparse and yeah. over the, um, the season. So Nisbet, he's labelled the players' actions on the – what was it called the Magnificent Seven that went out to the nightclub? That's oh, a yes. slap in the face. Yes, and it was at that time where COVID was. So all those little things start happening, and little things don't go your way, and the media jump on it, and the Eagles are probably not good at that. And you know, once where they had that culture problems, where the cousins and stuff like that, they worked their way to get back into it, yeah. and then they slipped back a bit. So, yeah. um, look, it's interesting. All those things snowball when you're losing. When you're winning, no one cares. That's right. So was it the right decision to let Simo have the first crack at the rebuild, in your opinion? Oh, I think so. I mean, at the end of the day, he, 2015 he got us to a grand final. 2018 we won a grand final. And I think too, look, well, my two question, years, you're not going to pay out a coach two years. No. You know, you're probably looking at about a mi- over a million dollars. You're not going to do that. No. Well, my, my question to you there is, if it, we lost a grand final in 2018, would Simo be there? Um, maybe. Would he got the extension? Maybe not. Who I, knows? I don't think he would I don't have. think he would have got the extension? No. So shows you how important that kick was by a sheet, you know yeah. what I mean? You just got to look at Buckley's no longer there. Yeah. So um, now, is it a rebuild or is it a replenish? I think it's a bit of both. I think – Look, I know we all want the draft picks, and I look. I totally agree with you and Dan, and I know Dan is very strong on the draft, draft, yeah, draft, draft. He's draft, 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 draft. And look, I agree. But I think if there is one or two players that you can get in that are ready to go, that are of the age, say so around down twenty two, twenty three, who are ready to go, who are ready to just go bang into that game, you've got to take a chance and grab them because it's just it just it will give us a bit more enthusiasm. And I agree with you in one way and I agree with Dan in another way. Mm. And we had a bit of a – I don't know if it was in the Ignatian chat, but might have been a private one. And we sat there and we went, we've done that in the last three years mm. where we put 
we thought we went and got three guys mm. that would add to our team and it's backfired. Mm. And that's Wiverton, Langdon and Petreski seaton mm. Now, Petreski seaton it's one year, so give him that. But Wiverton and Langdon, they haven't worked and no. I, I'm – I'd be surprised if they're still on the list. Yeah. If they're still on the list, I'm 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 shocked. Langdon's got a um year to go on a contract, but contracts to me mean nothing. And then I looked at um Will Brady from Fremantle. Mm. Now he worked. Yeah. But then I looked at the ones that didn't work at Frio in the last five years and yeah. there's more that don't work than don't. But to me, if it's me personally, this year, draft, draft, draft. But if you can get Jackson, you gotta go for it. I agree. I mean, and too, you got to look at it too. Always remember too, and, and I agree with Dan too in some ways, but and I was saying last night to Dan, all these guys were in the draft at some stage. Yeah. Witherden, Langdon, you know, all the guys we talk about, you know, that not everyone makes it. We can get we can get five, six, 18-year-olds in this next draft quite easily, I know, with the draft picks, but are they all going to make it? No, yeah. well, history, history yeah. tells you not everyone does. No, and you know, we're lucky last year. We got two diamonds last year in Young, in, yeah. in Hoff and, and Bazo. And that's why the draft is a lottery. Mm. And you yes. just got to look at Liam Stocker, is it? Liam Stocker from the Blues. Yes. Yeah. Um, he was they, very high up. They, I think. they traded up to get him, and now he's been cut. So yeah. just because you're a high number doesn't mean you're going to be a success, successful. Um, a lot of people, and I'm going to get into our team, but a lot of people have been saying we should trade for Devin Robinson. No. Because yeah, oh, I don't think so. I think I think we've got too many of those. We've got too many of, of that players yeah. and they'd want a second round draft pick. Yeah. And Langdon, same thing. Mm. You know, we gave up a third rounder for Langdon, maybe cool. But to me I just it doesn't fit our list profile no. anymore. Wiverton had all the promise and it's either he doesn't read the game plan or he just I don't know, not that good. No. I don't know. Um and this is not dis- disparaging, so if their family members are listening to this, this is just a personal opinion, and I could be totally wrong, and they still might be on the list. So, yeah. um, everyone's allowed an opinion, and we know what. And I think really you look at Devin Robinson. Like. So if I was, De- if if I'm Devin Robertson, I would say, "Geez, I, I've I've done exactly what's been asked of me in the last three four weeks. I think the coach wants me because yep. he's he's freed up." You look at the weekend. He played really well in that first half against Clayton Oliver. They made a shift because they wanted another more attacking player in the middle who could defend as well, which was Jared Berry. Berry changed the campaign completely. But but Robinson had 14 disposals in that second half on the wing and still played really well. So he's doing his role. He did his role the week before against Richmond. And I would be looking at it and saying, I think if this coach wants me, this is what he wants me to do, I'm going to stay here because I'll learn my craft. I think that's, just, how you get, that's how you get better. I just think fans get seduced oh, by yeah. the romance because yes. he's Darren Glass' nephew. Yeah. He's a West Australian. He slipped down the order. Um, and look, at first I, I had a look and I said, yeah, cool, but we, we, at the moment we don't need him because we're enough of them on our list. Yeah. And I will get into one of them pretty shortly. Um, let's look at the players because they haven't made any cuts. But Redden, he reached his contract contract trigger in uh, round 19, I got told, which is another year. But mm. the club don't have to honour that. Mm. But there's been no word on that. Yeah. Um, even Rowan O'Brien didn't even discuss it. Hearn, he turns 35 next month. But on the back of that season, runner-up, you've got to give him another year. Yeah. And to me, age is just a number. And I, I, to be honest, I think he's earned the right to, to pick, call his to time. Call his time. Yeah. He, 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 a bit like know, David Mundy, you know yeah, what I mean? Definitely got it earned the right. And as you say, 
there's no fitter guy in our club than him, and, and him and Darling are the two fittest guys in the club, without a question of it. Well, I showed you this year, yeah. and there. So he, but he has earned that rise. Three hundred and something games he's played. He's a premiership captain. Um, runner up the best and fairest this year. If he decides, I'll give it away at the end of next year. Right, we we put put him up for another year. That's and the great. stuff he was doing this year, it was different. Mm. He was breaking lines more. Yeah, and I just want to see him kick big goals. Yes. Because he gets to the 50 and he does a short kick. I'm mm. like going, you got the biggest kick in, in the team. Mm. Go for Roost. Probably. And you know what? If he did that, the lid comes off to the stadium mm. and then all your players rise from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just love to see him probably at 30, finish it off. Probably at 35, <clears throat> the Hammies aren't allowing him to kick that far like it used to. Well, you just That's my only criticism <sighs> of Bunger this year. And that's not his fault. That's the game plan. Yeah. Is that every time I got the boy kick 20 metres to the side. Yeah. When you and me both know, and Dan, we're also. He's one guy who can kick 40, 50 metres and break the lines. Well, maybe you just said hammies has got something to do with yeah. it. And this next player I want to discuss, he's one hammy away from retirement. One bad hammy away yeah. from retirement in Luke Shuey. Yeah. Now, he's a captain. He, he got signed back in August on the 18th, August 18th to be exact. And, you know, he managed 15 games in the end. So that's mm. the most he played in the last three yeah. years. So... <clears throat> He's got one year, so is that the right decision? I guess it is because of his what he's given to the club. Mm. We've already talked about Nick Nat. You know, if he's playing sixty percent of the game, and you chuck in Luke Jackson, that's probably why they're looking at two years. Yeah. So maybe that's why he gave him two years because mm. maybe they're not telling us every. Maybe they're no. further down the road with Jackson. Yeah. So <clears throat> these are all little things that come out in the wash later on. Yeah. And so that could be the reason it might not be. And you and me spoke about this last night between ourselves. There's no, there's no way the club has not spoken to Jackson's management in the last. No, he, he three did months. say he did say they've been talking to him all year, mm. but they haven't been putting contracts in his no, face. Of course not. So they'll be working out. Mm. They would, they would have known that. Nesbitt said a month ago, "Look, we're still in, we're still here, and we're still on the run for Jackson." So he, they obviously knew something. Yeah. No, that's all good. And, you know, Bailey Williams, we talked about before, he played 16 games. That's the most he's played. Um, he's got to do a lot more to – he's got two years now. Yeah. So he's got to do a lot more. Jamison, he had a groin injury at the end. So just when he was hitting his straps, he was doing good. But I just don't think he's a ruckman. No, maybe not. I like him. I, yeah, one, I love, love his one enthusiasm. His endeavour in the ball, he's a real he's a real at ball compared to Williams. Williams well, see, is more this, of a roamer. This guy gets in. He's like Nick. He gets in for that hard ball in the pack. So if Bailey Williams took a bit of Jamison's game plan, yes, and Jamison took a bit of Bailey Williams' game plan, mm. we'd be laughing. Yes, and um, you know it's easier said than done. Josh Rotham, he was brought into the side late in the year when he was. We had no ruckman at the waffle level, so mm. waffle level. So he excelled at waffle level, but yeah. you probably got found out in the guts. That's the only place he could do it. It was in the guts because around the ground he couldn't do it. Yeah. and But it was good up forward. I loved it. Mm. Um, so the jury is out. Will he still be on the list? Who knows? Will he ask for a trade? I think they knew there was something there going on, so that's why they've tried him. Mm. So, again, we'll see what happens there. Jermaine Jones is Category A rookie. See, he had to be upgraded. Otherwise, they have to delist him and re Pick him. Yeah, he would, so have, he would have picked up by someone else. Yeah, so, he would have, so they've done that. Connor West 
has yet to have been given another deal. He's unsigned. He played 14 games this year, but he had a few hamstring injuries. He had a wrist injury against Gold Coast. Um, so he could be in trouble. I, I like what he did. His only probably fault is his disposal. <coughs> yeah, but, but the way he gets that ball and the way he uh, attacks that ball and attacks in the packs, he's... Gets in and under a lot. Yes. So when you're in and under and get the ball out, you, your thing is to get the ball forward. That's it. And you do, people talk about disposal a lot and to me it's the player. Dustin Martin's got one on... His disposal efficiency is average at best. Hmm. But he finishes off. Yeah. So it's when he finishes in goal. So that's what takes his disposal efficiency yeah. put to the back there. So And Connor's only in his second year of AFL football. Yeah. You know, you've got to give the guy a go. And I, I think in games when we were getting flogged, he was one who was standing up. And I hope they – look, I hope they get him another deal. I really do. Well, Whether it's a rookie or not, I don't know, but I hope I they I think do. they can give him another uh, – uh, correct me wrong, because it's the S – he was a supplement rookie – they were all six-month contracts. He got signed to an extra 12. So now I think they can keep him on for another year, on Auricolis, mm. but then he has to be upgraded. Cully, different situation. He got an 18-month contract. Mm. So he's still a rookie this year, so people don't realise that. Yeah. He's still on the rookie list. So at the end of the next year, he has to be upgraded if they want to keep him. Yeah. Because he's a Victorian, he can get the extra year. Cause, yep. So they could keep him on the rookie list for two years. Um, and we're going to talk about some of these players on the rookie list. Um, but before we get to them, Jackson Nelson, he's out of contract. Now, there was word that he was looking at going back to South Australia. I haven't heard anything since. No. So you'd think him being out of contract and a free agent, he still wants to stay because he would have he would have said something by now. Yes, yeah. He would have said he wanted to go to Adelaide. Or, and look, has he had any interest from the other clubs? That's the other thing. Now, maybe that's why they're waiting for trade. Manager might have went out there, said, might have wanted to see Adelaide and Port Adelaide say, are you guys interested in Jackson? They might have said, no, we've got, we got enough of Jackson Nelsons here. So, yeah. I mean, I like now, I, we both, you and me both like Jacko, but he's, again, a lot of people critical of him, but he's the one guy who really gives you 150% every game without fail. Yeah, look, he, he backs himself in, but sometimes his decision making when he gets the ball is what yeah. pisses people up the wall. Yeah. But, um, yeah, look, the jury's still out there. Now, the SPP players, Hugh Dixon, he's probably the one that probably be kept. Patrick Nace, he's he played 10 games, so but he, he didn't play after round 13. No. Oh, and I actually played one game. Mm-hmm. So he, he was there. He can run and carry again. Disposal, efficiency, might. But, yes, there's someone you can work on. Yes, I really liked him. He was a breath of fresh air when he came in. And, again, I think it's his kicking. To, I watched him some of his waffle games too. And even his disposal at waffle games, is less pressure. It was really, um, it was really quite poor at times. Yeah, so he, he needs to work on that. And, yeah. um, you know, they might keep him on as in the waffle side. And I don't know. I don't know what the deal is there. Uh, Tom Joyce, he was injured from the start. So mm. he very hard to see him. But he had big raps. Yeah. So, but. Uh, it'd be hard to see him staying on the list. Yeah, I think so. Eagles have to cut four mm. before they even go into their main list because we had four too too many. Mm. Now the supplement players, um, of the players that we've just spoken of, Wiverton to me is probably the one that's probably on the cutting board. I would think so. Maybe O'Neill as well. O'Neill, 
Tom Cole hasn't got a contract. Mm. Uh, I can't see them that that surprises it. me with Tom Cole. I mean, he he was he was playing well before he got injured. Yeah, you know, he said the last good couple of good years. I mean, that grand final in two thousand eighteen, where Stevenson got hold of him in the first five six minutes, never had another kick for the rest of the game. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see who's on the list after trade time. I was going to go through the games played, but Jack Darlin and Redden played the most, 21. Um, clearances, uh, I just want to go through some stats. Um, we, we got smashed. We, we weren't high in any stats no, for the year. Not at all. Um, but it was surprising to see that Greg Clark was pretty high in the clearances and he only played nine games, mm. so... Um, and same as Cully, and he only played four games. So they weren't too far off players that had played the whole year. So um, interesting to see what happens there. Um, it was the older guys that stood up. So anything could happen. The hope is the Eagles, that they're 17th now, we take this year, have a good look, do we do what Collingwood did, didn't go from 17th to a prelim. Mm. Um, we did that in 2010. We finished last and finished in the prelim. Yep. So we're the only other team to do it, but there was only 16 teams in the comp then. So that's where we're going to look at the glass half empty, the optimists. To me, I reckon, all fit, I reckon we can play finals, but depends on how how they attack. I don't know. If we're not getting rid of senior players, they're going to be playing the senior players first. Mm. So... That's the way Simo is. Yeah, and that will disappoint me greatly if that happens. I, I hope it's a blend because mm. um, in 2009 we had, had that great blend. Mm. Even in 2018, mm. I remember saying to a couple of guys, if we debut um, eight players or more, we're in trouble and we won a grand final mm. and we debuted eight people and we, we debuted, I can't remember how many it was. Yeah. Was it 13 this year? And, so. we, lo- and we lost three of our best players in 2018, yeah. Nui, Gaff and um, Shepard. So what? What's your um? Have you got a headline for next year? Headline for next year? What for us? You mean? Yeah. For the Eagles? Yeah. Um, my headline. My only headline will be is um, after round thirteen. If you said like we were sitting at two and ten. Yep. Simpson will be replaced, and Schofield will take over for the rest of the season. All right. Well, mine's along the same line, and I'm hoping this don't happen. So I, I don't either. You know, I want us to, but Simo gone, in comes. Don Pike and Dean Cox. Mm. So um, that's my headline. Um, the other headline is Eagles surprise everyone and do mm. it again. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's going to be interesting. Um, we'll come back. We'll, we'll end the show now because we, we don't want to go dwell too much more. And everyone got the gist. It wasn't a great year. We're going to have, we'll hopefully have a better one next year. Mm. But um, we're going to do a podcast after the trade, as I said and then one after the draft and hopefully a couple of special guests. But before that, I want to thank you, Wayne. I want to thank Dan. I want to thank Tom and Rob for being there all year, uh, our families as well because they vacate the house when we record. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's been a good year. I've got to thank Manscaped for jumping on board for the first half of the year. We're looking at some um, sponsors next year. I've got a couple of people interested. So if you're out there and you think you've got something to offer – Drop me a line, message, or mm. drop any of us a line. Um, and, you know, you can download the podcast on everywhere now. It's on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. There's Castro, CastBox, Overcast, Acast, Amazon in the USA. 
Um, or you can go to any of our socials, um, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. You can go onto Linktree and find us there and download the shows from there, guys. Yeah. And one thing too, mate, I, I think where we finish next year, I still think we finish between 9 and 13. And just I know and, and Dan would, wouldn't mind me saying this on behalf of him and me, we want to thank you because you're the man who – does all this. You're the TNG man. You're the Eagle Nation man. You're the one who was a drives around every either comes to my place, you'll come to Dan's place or we come up here, he carries all the equipment, gets it all set up <laughs> for us. Um, he's a, a great guy who just does everything for because he, he loves the club and he loves the Eagles and he loves what he does here. So it's to you, mate, thank you and because you, you're, you're, you're the big push on all this. Oh, thanks, man. But without you guys, there's no Eagle Nation. So... Um, hopefully he's listening to the next few episodes that we have. They're going to be over the – just look in those socials and you'll see them. And then uh, next year, hopefully some bigger and bigger things to come. Yep, look forward to it. All the best. All right, until then, guys, um, Eagles, and let's see who we get in the trades and uh, we'll go from there. Who's your tip for the grand final, by the way? Uh, Geelong versus Sydney. Mm. But oh. it's going to be a close one between Pies and Sydney. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and if just say Pies get up, I reckon Pies win the grand final. Well, I've tipped, I've tipped Geelong since round nine. If they don't win it this year, they'll never win it. Yeah, it's theirs to lose, isn't it? So, um, And Brownlow, quickly. Um, I've said Andrew Brayshaw since round nine as well, and I'll stick by it. Well, I'm going to go for a tie. I'm going to go for Neil, Brayshaw, and Cripps. Mm, I think that – Three-way tie. Yeah. Oh, but, that, oh, gee, that'll be good. That, that's an easy way out yeah. too. <laughs> All right, catch you guys. Until next time, See you, go mate. Eagles. Yeah.